Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brennan McCullough, and our one and only listener, Pat Johnston. He <laughs> is uh, from the Melting Pat himself. Uh, like, we it's... joke, but like anyone else that is listening is probably getting real sick of that joke. Uh, I, I, hopefully it's funny. <laughs> the other um, seven people listening. It's our, true. Judge Greg is really mad right now. Judge yeah, Greg's real there it upset. Is. Uh, it's our last episode of 2019. How's everybody doing? Doing all right. Doing pretty decent. That's good to hear. How about you, Pat? Yeah. I mean, I uh, I spent some time with my father-in-laws, so this is way better than that for sure. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I didn't go home for Christmas, so I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. That's good to hear. Uh, yeah, I got my, around to seeing Star Wars earlier today. I don't understand the internet hate and drama over it. It was a fun but film. They do the thing, and there's no lightsaber, and then it's so contrary to what all the other lore is, despite it all not being canon anymore. And they're just, I'm not fond Disney. Ugh. Yeah, oh lord, it wasn't exactly what I wanted to see, so I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my Star Wars. I didn't vote for it. Pretty much, yeah, That's seems to be the generalized hate towards it. It was fun and action-packed and a good way to wrap up this new uh, trilogy. I don't know. Go watch it and have fun. Hopefully it doesn't uh, affect you in a negative way. Yeah, we were talking before, like, I just, I don't care for the movies. They're, like, I enjoy them, but then I immediately never think of them again. I've probably seen all of them, like, maybe once or maybe, you know, twice sometimes, but it's not something, like... I know people are like, oh, I watch A New Hope every year. It's like, Christ, really? Like, there's <laughs> other movies. Like, do you know of them? Right. So it's just like, <laughs> I'm not that, like, I don't understand how people are that into it. Yeah, no, I, like I said, it was fun. There's my only real complaint, I guess, is a few climactic scenes felt very reminiscent or familiar to other sci-fi and fantasy films like there's like this moment that very much felt like the Voldemort battle where like they're fighting back and forth and then there's like this moment where it feels very Lord of the Ringsy, where like unexpected help arrives so I don't know it just was uh I feel like they're playing off of movies that are already successful and being like we're gonna throw that in there luckily I've not seen those movies so uh, I can go in free and clear well there you go yeah I'm shocked, actually. The, yeah, the Lord of the Rings Return of the King was on and right Harry before Potter. I walked into here to record. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, my yeah. wife loves them. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. I'm, I've seen maybe one Harry Potter. I'm just like, yeah, all right. Great. Good for you for enjoying them. I'm happy for you. That's fine. Yeah. My, a lot of my friends are big Lord of the Rings fan. I'm like, same thing with that. I'm just like, I liked them. I'm not like super invested. Harry Potter Harry Potter's probably my favorite out of those three big franchises. But... I mean, also with Harry Potter, I'm like, I liked it. I'm not all riled up that J.K. Rowling's talking shit on Twitter constantly. It's like, I don't care. Oh, She's true. Done, the property's done. Like, same with Lucas. If he came out and he's like, hey, you know, maybe, like, China's, like, pretty okay. It's like, I don't care. The movie's done. <laughs> like, he's not a, I don't associate him with it anymore. That's true. It's yeah, a lot I, of hot takes of, like, if you pay for this, if you support, like, Harry Potter anymore, you're supporting anti-trans people. It's like... Fuck J.K. Rowling. Who cares? Like you yeah, can still enjoy stuff. Negatively affect how people view the franchise of Harry Potter just because uh, her coming out saying something like that. I don't know. It is yeah. a frustrating it's, thing to hear though from someone you idolize. So I understand why people are upset. Well, I mean, like I, at least for me, it's very easy for me to separate the art from the artist, and this is a bigger discussion than just like just this franchise. It goes for everything. Sure. But, like I've never had a problem separating. Like people can be shitty and still do good things. 
people can be good and do shitty things. So, like, oh, I've yeah. never had a problem. Because, like, if you base it around just entertainment, it's like, fine. It's just entertainment. Like, it's just something to pass the hours until we all decay into dust. So, like, <laughs> don't get too riled up about it. But then if you apply the same logic to anything else, like, hey, after World War II, we got a lot of those scientists from Nazis, like, helping us build stuff. So, it's like, <laughs> how far back do we want to take this ethical debate on, like, if they if a bad person made it, we can never use it. Uh, we're, anyway, it's a video game yep. podcast. Uh, yeah, you, oh, yeah, you <laughs> took the words Brent, right out of my mouth. Brendan loves watching Louie over and over again. So oh, it's, yeah, I, mean, I love it's it. really... uh, We did like a white elephant gift exchange with some of my friends, and Mark gave me a soapbox, so I just I had to use it right <laughs> there away. It, is. Uh, it makes sense Mark would give it to you. Uh, he's, it's probably secondhand soapbox. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a great just, gift. I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> this is a video game podcast, but real quick before we go into that, I did want to say oh one more thing for to me. It. Wait, maybe we we'll won't. Never get to uh, it. No, this one's super brief, and I feel like uh, you guys aren't going to know what I'm talking about. And neither will our listeners, but I got to get it off my chest. I <laughs> got to see this band. Uh, they're called Snowing. They were active in the Lehigh Valley area where I went to college and stuff uh, during like 2008 to 2011. Uh, they have acquired like a cult status now in the emo community, but they were dead for what since 2011? I think in 2016 they played two shows, one in Pittsburgh and one in uh Bethlehem, and one of them got shut down by the cops early, so that was a bummer. And then this year, 2019, they did three shows in Japan. And there's a rumor they did that because it was more cost effective to do that than to just go there on vacation if they wanted to. Because, like, you're getting paid there, like, for merch and, like, uh, shows and stuff. So they just, like, kind of revived their band because they wanted to go to Japan. And then uh, just as, like, a last-minute thing, uh, the Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations uh, screen printing company, they were having this event called Let's Hang Out. And it was, like, a whole wrestling event where, like, local wrestlers uh, just, yeah, I guess wrestle each other what? and what it's it was a very big thing it sold out but then after the wrestling was over they had bands playing one of those bands being snowing which is like like i said they i'd say they have like 20 some thousand followers on facebook or something so like they have a good following but everyone misses them so badly and the fact that they were doing this like kind of uh last minute show uh people flipped out and it sold out immediately i was luckily lucky enough to get tickets but I was reading comments of people being like, I drove eight hours. I was from Massachusetts. All this, all these people were flocking to come to Bethlehem to see this band. Jesus. And let me tell you, though, it it was magical. Like, everyone was screaming every single word. It was so good. But it got cut short. And it was so frustrating because the venue itself was like this big, like, I don't know. I want to say, like, some kind of hall where you could, yeah, host, like, a wrestling match. But th- apparently there's, like, a basement to it. And the management would like come up in between songs and be like, you guys have to spread out because there's too mu- many of you. And it's like bowing the floor beneath us. And like in the basement, it's <laughs> oh literally very scary. And I was like, oh, my God, I can imagine like this whole place is collapsing. It was like it would have been insane. But there was it was a sold out show and a shitload of people sh- turned up and they're all jumping up and down for this band. And I was literally concerned that it was going to collapse. But at one point. Uh, four songs into it, I think somehow they got the signal like you guys have to stop because uh, this place is literally going to collapse. Yeah. So the bassist like mid song rips his 
base off his neck and just smashes it into the ground and literally breaks it, which is honestly insane, like that much strength. But I guess then again, this is a wrestling show. So I guess he was all just fired up. But then he just stormed off, too, because he was mad that like their band had to stop playing. And everyone (laughs) that flocked there from like hours away, like people being like all this. I got a hotel for nothing. It was like you literally got to see four and a half of their songs when I'm positive. They probably would have played like a solid 45 minute set because it's been so long since they played. So all around, it was a wild experience, but also very much a letdown of like having it have to be cut short. I can imagine. But I mean, I remember seeing a few videos like floating around of like house parties where the floor actually collapses with people involved. So like it is a serious threat with enough people. So I can't imagine being in that basement. I would be shitting my pants. I'd be like, I, I oh man, that would be terrifying. Because yeah, th- this is one of those revivals of a band that people went all out for. So like, I have actual video footage on it of uh on our missed out records uh, YouTube. The whole set. It's I say full set. It's like fifteen minutes long, <laughs> but uh, you can see all four songs, and it was a blast. Just the it was a magical experience being in that room and environment, seeing everyone just go nuts. Jeez. That sounds yeah. like the. I mean, aside from you know safety concerns, a wrestling event and a band that nobody's seen in eight years sounds like the greatest event of all time. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's what I mean. LVAC uh, Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations put on some dope shit in the Bethlehem area. If you happen to be in Pennsylvania or want to make a trip, like just go follow them on Facebook. They did our T-shirts for Missed Out Records. They do T-shirts for everybody. They're the coolest. Uh, people i'm pretty sure the guy that runs its name is chris so shout out to chris and what a cool event but also what a shitty thing that the venue wasn't prepared for that kind of capacity and that it had to be cut short due to the concerns um but hopefully that wasn't snowing's last show like all the and that was the the one thing i forgot to mention about it was when he just slammed his base and like just walked out people were like is the show still going on? It was very much just like, what What just happened? It was There was no explanation on the microphone or anything. And then just people just like fizzled away. And it was just very much just like, what just happened? So like the whole emo community on online was just like, I just witnessed snowing break up live. Ask me anything. It's like, I don't know if that's what happened. It was just <laughs> yeah. like a circumstantial thing. But we can uh, move on from emo bands. I should start my own podcast about that. But this is a video game podcast. So we have a guest. Uh, we haven't heard from Pat Johnson in a while. I've actually been playing a lot of video games, so I'll have something to contribute. But let's hear from Pat first. Wow, you you set me up for something here. And I, I mean, actually, you know. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, you got nothing. No, I have been playing games, actually. Uh, so... A number of years ago, one of my buddies was moving, and he knew that I I was one of like the four people on Earth who still played PS3, and uh, he gave me a bunch of his games. So I decided to uh, get into a couple of those this Ooh, week because nice. I've been off from work. Because fuck going into work between Christmas and New Year's, like I'm just yeah, I'm it's not, not doing worth that. It. Yeah, yeah, just no, just no good. But the first game that I that I popped open was Metal Gear Revengeance, which I don't oh, even think yeah. Revengeance was a word. Oh, Brendan, did you <laughs> did you like this game? This is this game's got a big story to it, like a like backstory of its creation, as well as an actual story of like plot for the game because it's Metal Gear and it always does. Um, so if you haven't played any Metal Gear game before, this is just gonna be a fucking buck wild ride. <laughs> like you could still enjoy it, but like don't worry about the story because I mean, even if you know the story, it doesn't make sense. It's just yeah, it's like Kingdom Hearts. It's it's if Quentin Tarantino directed Kingdom Hearts, and it's just like, <laughs> we're just going nuts. Like, we're just going balls out, because why not? Like, it's just so wild. Um, but yeah, so effectively, 
Uh, Kojima is the creator of Metal Gear Solid franchise. It was around this time he's like, all right, we're going to do a spinoff called Metal Gear Rising. I'm not going to direct it. I'm going to be working on Metal Gear 5, the new one. So you guys take care of this. I trust you to do it right. I'm going to work on this big boy. He goes away for like two years, comes back. He's like, all right, let me see what you got. Oh, God. Oh, God, it's so bad. You fucked up so much. How did you fuck this up? And he's like, well, we're going to delay it. And we're just going to like burn out for like six months and just finish this up. So he just like took over the project and pretty much it was rising. And then it became like vengeance. And then they're just like mashing together. Revengeance. And it just became this weird hodgepodge of a game that, like, frankly, shouldn't exist and shouldn't be as good as it is. Yeah, I'd never got around to that one. I didn't like it. No? Like, I mean, <laughs> okay, so I played it for like a half hour, and yeah. what really turns me off in video games, I know that's not a fair, like, judge of a game, but yeah. what really turns me off is quick time events in video games. Oh, uh, well, then it's <laughs> the game. I hate them. Like, uh, yeah. I'm in a boss battle, like, doing the attack or whatever, and then all of a sudden it zooms in. It's like, do this button pattern. I'm like, fuck you. No. Press this I, button, and then that button, and then this button I four hate times. It. Uh, it takes me out of the thing, and I'm just like, I can't do this. If that, So that happens a lot in the game? Like, that's the game. If you don't like quick time events, you might as well just get rid of, rid of the PS3. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going back. <laughs> it's a lot of games where, I mean, still a lot of games use quick time events, but like I think God of War was probably the first one I noticed doing it a lot, and it caught on real quick. Like, that trend caught on real quick with Sony games. So, uh, yeah, if you don't like them, just, just drop Revengeance, because that's, that's yeah, most of it. Yeah, I'm not going to go back. Uh, yeah. But I know Doug will like this one. I started playing The Last of Us. Oh, oh great. And My I know, favorite. I know you hate that game. <laughs> um, don't spoil it for me. I'm like... Oh, I would never. An hour in or so. And uh, okay. I, I like it so far. It plays a lot like Uncharted, and I was looking yes. up, like, why does this feel like Uncharted? And I think the same people same. did yeah, it, right? Dog. Yep. And I like Uncharted. I, I'm I'm getting in under everybody's skin here. Brendan just loves Uncharted, so <laughs> I, I really I got both of you with one game. So this is great. I oh, think. God damn it! I think we have the same problem. Uh, me and Doug with these games is Doug. We've talked about it before. So stop me if I'm putting words in your mouth here. But like after we talked about it, you, Doug, you were saying like it's not a functionally bad game with uh, Last of Us. You just didn't like where the story went. Yep, like, that's my whole gripe with it. Yeah, it's a personal issue of yeah. character decisions that I couldn't influence. And yeah. as a game as a whole, though, I think it deserves accolades. But yeah, me as a player, I was not happy with the result. And then me with Uncharted, I don't think they're bad games. Like, I think they're functionally, like, mechanically good and well-fleshed out games. The multiplayer for Uncharted 2 is apparently very fun uh, when it was active. Um, my problem is... It's just Indiana Jones, and it's just the same every time. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that they're not accurate. bad, but it's just, like, find this hidden place. No one believes it's real. You find out it is real. You fight the bad guy for it. You find out it is actually magic, and then you lose it at the last second as you're escaping the, like, magical city from collapsing in on <laughs> And that's just the story for all three of those games. I'm just like, I I'm done. I don't need this. Yeah, I, I played the second one, like, not long after i finished the first one i was like why am i doing this um this yeah. is the same like there's a reason that these games come out like two years apart or whatever because by the yeah. time you're ready for it you haven't played it and it's like oh great here's the same thing i just did two years ago yeah but it, it feels fresh and new because it's such a long span same with like the tomb raider games are pretty similar to that i, I think those varied up a bit but i never played them um 
But yeah, it's like it's like uh, X Files when like Agent Scully is like, no, it's not aliens. It's like we've been fighting aliens. Of course, it's like <laughs> everyone in the Uncharted games is like, nah, it's not magic. It's like, yeah, it is. It's always magic. <laughs> God what are you damn so. Yeah, I never got around to that uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I think it was. I would like to play that. Mm-hmm. I did like the Tomb Raider games, but no, I feel like that's all the same, too. It is very just much like it's, an Ar- Uncharted, but with different cast of characters. Yeah, but I think Pat makes a good point. It's it's the years in between of the, all those games. It's like, oh, this I still like this. This is a nice refresher of the thing I liked before. But if you binge it, it's like, oh, God, again? Yeah, that yeah. was a mistake. That was a mistake yeah. on my part. So I'm going to wait a while to play the third one to see... I don't know. Maybe I'll still like it in a in a year or six months or whatever. Yeah, I heard. I think there's a fourth one, and I hear there, they just is there. I think there is, and it's a yeah. different, but it's like a different person. It's a different character, story, something or other. I don't know. I don't have PS4. Don't plan on getting one, so I'm not oh, gonna right. play that. It's on PS4. I heard they just like retcon stories, so like you get Nathan Drake's backstory in the third one, and then in the fourth one, they're just like, yeah, fuck that. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the fourth one was where they had such good graphics that like you could see the light shine through his ears, and yeah, then we had like yeah. an episode titled like "Translucent Earlobes" or oh, something. That's right. I, yeah, something that is a weird. PS4, so yeah. All right, so you're good with missing that one out then. Yeah, I won't have that problem. That's good. And the other thing yeah. I've been playing, um, yeah, we're still on me somehow. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> PS3. I've been, you're yeah. new. You're interesting. <laughs> we yeah. talk all the time. Well, thank you. I've been playing this one on Steam. Horizon Chase Turbo is a racing game. It's basically cruising world for a modern console. Um, And it's fun. I love old school racing games. Like it's, it's really fun, but there, what you have to do is collect these tokens throughout your race. And that's how you earn like super trophies and unlock more cars and shit. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Except that if you miss one, you have to go back to the race, collect them all again and also mm-hmm. get it, get first place to get ah, the thing. And oof. I'm just like, ah. That's, that's a lot of work. So do you want me to finish the race or collect these fucking coins? Like, one, yes. pick one. It's like both. both. And it's like, why can't you save the ones that I already got so I just have to get the one that I missed? Why do I have to go back and win the whole race again? It's it's kind of a pain in the ass. But other than that, yeah. massive game thing. It's been pretty good. <laughs> the soundtrack is really good. Massive game thing is the best review I've ever heard. <laughs> That's just a new console. It's just a massive game thing. That's, ten what Google, out of ten. that's what I think Google Stadia is. Massive game thing. <laughs> it might as well be. <laughs> I haven't touched wrong. it yet. I don't that's not positive or negative. I have no idea. I'm not expecting a ton. I know Bass is all like rock hard for the technology. It's like cool, if it all works great, it would be great. But I don't expect it to. I'm not confident in things working properly on the internet. Yeah, especially games. Especially um, this, you know, whatever. In the big selection of games you got for the PS3. Uh, did you get any infamous games, like one or two? Um, I'm gonna. I don't know. Uh, Are okay. they good? They're some of my favorites. Okay, but I can't guarantee they're not loaded with QuickTime events. Oh. You might want to look that up before you get them. <laughs> okay, I think there might uh, be a few. Th- there's probably it's a been few. a while. It's basically um, Grand Theft Auto meets Assassin's Creed meets Static Shock. That sounds fun. Yeah, so you're on like a little island. Some big event, big explosion happens, and you wake up a, a, with electricity powers. And this is the height of like the 2009, 2010 parkour fad. So, parkour, yeah. Mirror's Edge. 
So yeah, exactly. So the main character just parkours and free runs like over buildings, so you can just like climb up the side of a like eighteen story building and get to the top of it. Like prototype. Uh, yeah, because that like, game's not, fun as shit. I love that game. Yeah, not as exaggerated as prototype, but they came out around the same time and are like kind of similar. Um, so yeah, you can just like grind on like subway uh, rails, like on electricity, and shoot lightning and stuff, and it's just real fun. And I, I highly recommend both one and two. That sounds so, awesome. If I can yeah. find them for like ten bucks or less, because honestly, PS3 games should not be more expensive than that <laughs> at, at this, this point. point. But Shouldn't GameStop be. sells them for like twenty and thirty bucks still. It's like, what the? Why nobody's buying these but me? Why are we doing this? <laughs> I mean, at this point, not many people are buying the physical games anymore. Oh, uh, it's true. It's going all digital. My computer doesn't even have a disc drive anymore. Oh, really? You're one of those? That's disappointing a little bit. Well, because I bought it pre-built because I built my last one, and when something goes wrong, I'm fucked. Like, I don't know oh, yeah. about it. So I'm just like, I just give me one that's like, if anything goes wrong, I can hit up like a technical support. I'm too dumb to figure it out myself. <laughs> and yeah, it came without a disk drive. I was like, oh, God damn it. So I actually just bought an external disk drive uh, last week. So oh, good for you. Yeah, I gotta watch that Batman <laughs> animated series. Shit, oh, I bought those. Oh Blu-ray. my god, uh, we I could talk for another hour about that. So that's, somebody that's else our start podcast. talking. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Bren, do you want to go before I do? Uh, sure. Uh, holding off on Switch stuff still for the travels. Uh, so no update with those games. Um, but I think last episode I was on, I thought I just bought Moonlighter DLC and the Digimon game. Uh, and Sayonara Wild Hearts. Yeah. So Digimon didn't get into. I'm going to save that. Uh, I'm going to get real deep in those Digi boys. And, oh, I could have phrased Oh, that God. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some Digitamon. He's just a leg with eggs. What? He's an egg with legs. What? Wait, yeah. either way, that sounds strange. <laughs> it's, he's just a walking egg, and he has like a monster in him. I love him. Uh, anyway, uh, so the Moonlighter DLC, I've been playing that mostly. And they're like, you know. I started my game up, and they're like, oh, if you go to sleep, you can like unlock the DLC part and start playing that. Or you can do the New Game Plus, and it's got new additional stuff in it, and it's like harder, and all your gear carries over. It's like, all right, I'll do that. And so I've been playing the New Game Plus. And like, I like the art of Moonlighter. I like the concept of it, because it's like Race of Tear and Item Shop Tale uh, that I loved back uh, a few years back. Um, but so it's like the same concept of that, where you open up a shop and sell items during the day and then at night you go into the dungeons collecting those items you then sell in the day but there's just no the mechanics of it just don't balance too well Um, especially with New Game Plus where I'm just fighting the same monsters over again in the same dungeons over again and I know the weapons and stuff there's nothing new with them so all it is just their damage is just like quadrupled so now if I get hit four times I'm dead instantly damn and the pain in the ass is you have uh, everything just scales up in price now. So like a small potion is now fifty thousand coins or whatever to buy, Jeez. and it's like five thousand to make if you give them the items yourself. So like now it's like everything's just increased dramatically, and it kind of just unbalances the game. And uh, so you have to carry potions with you to heal, and that takes up inventory space in your backpack, which means you have less items to bring out and sell when you get out of it. So like that's a pain in the ass. You can only have five at a time. I don't know why there's a limit to how many you can carry per like bundle. So like, I'm in. I like Moonlighter still, but like, I don't know, maybe like a six to seven out of ten. Like some of the weight, 
drawbacks are really starting to weigh down on me, and like the grind is just it's not fun because I it's the actual core gameplay or core game hasn't changed enough with the DLC for it to really make it interesting for me again. So okay. like, I'm thinking about being like, ah, fuck New Game Plus. Let me go back to the game I beat and just play the DLC like expansion or whatever was added to it. Because they added like a new sub dungeon where you're in dungeons, you can find like a secret like floor, and it's like, oh, here's some new enemies. Oh, they're actually not hard, and none of the enemies on this floor drop items like the normal ones do. It's like, well, this is weird. Oh, here's a new boss, and the boss gives you a new unique weapon. It's like, oh, cool. If you sell the weapon, you get one coin. It's worthless. What? The weapons are kind of cool and unique, and you get cool animations with them. And the secondary attack with them are usually pretty cool. Like, I found a staff that I can use as a spear, and the secondary attack shoots fireball. It's like, cool. But all of the weapons, the secondary attack, takes life from you. Like, it sucks away your life to use them. That's bullshit. And yeah. because, because on New Game Plus, the enemies are so much harder and do so much more damage, like, life is much more precious. So it's like, I'm not just going to be, like, tossing away life just to shoot an occasional fireball and miss my opponent, like, in a you know top-down dungeon crawler. So it's like, this isn't worth it. So it's just like, these weapons suck. There's no items on this new floor. There's no reason for me to go to this, like, new secret floor that was added with the DLC. So it's just kind of like... It's it, if I'm being honest, it's disappointing. I was like, I, I conceptually I love Moonlighter. In actuality, it's kind of a slog. So that makes sense. That's an honest review. So they took your money, and you're disappointed with the DLC. That's well, I paid for the. I was fine with the game when I originally bought it. The DLC I got for free because there's like a Steam sale, and when I oh, bought nice. Digimon, they gave me like five uh, five dollars off, so I just bought the DLC with that. So it's technically free DLC for me. So like. I'm fine with it, but it would have been good if I was still playing the game versus coming back to it like a year and a half later, two years later. So, uh, inversely, Sayonara Wild Hearts beat that real quick. I think I talked about it before. Beat it I in, like, think two potentially. Hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend. It's like 10 bucks, but like I said before, 10 bucks for a really good album of music with a game attached to it is a great deal. Uh, so. Yeah, beat that, and I've just been listening to the album like at work, like all week. So nice. Even if you don't want the game, even if you don't buy the game because it's a you know infinite runner, uh, like not eh, kind of quick time event, um, and it's just it's all about reflex and speed. So if that's not your style of gameplay, just listen to the music. Like the album is so good. So that alone is worth checking out. Totally. Speaking of DLC and stuff, though, I did get around to pre-ordering Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind oh, DLC for um, PlayStation 4. It never ends. Here we it go. No, it ends, doesn't. Dog. I'm excited to see what this is all about. I, I'm going in blind. I haven't even really watched many trailers because I don't even know what the fuck's going on. I have to replay Kingdom Hearts 3 because I, I <laughs> played it in like a to, day or two because it's been too long. I do because I've just... I don't know. I I wait, played wait. too much since then that I'm like I just barely even remember what I what occurred because it's not a coherent story. Wait, that's you, pre- you pre ordered DLC? Yep. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's well. Listen to this. Uh, PlayStation Four people get it on January 23rd of 2020, but then Xbox One people on, get it like a month later. So that's going to be February 25th. So oh. I guess they must have had some kind of deal with PlayStation. So lucky that's, me. Yes. Sucks oh. to be an ex boner. It all. <laughs> wow, God, what a I've... dick. <laughs> what an elitist asshole! It all, it, all, it all makes sense now. 
I honestly forgot Kingdom Hearts was on Xbox. That's honestly, it shouldn't be. So in, in all reality, I Jesus I, Christ, Doug. <laughs> Why not? Be. What a no. fucking asshole, dude. Jesus. Think about. I don't know. It it originally was a PlayStation exclusive franchise. I feel like imagine if Mario was on Xbox. How would you feel about that? I wouldn't God, give a shit. I don't have an Xbox. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm amazed we're getting this quality of audio from Doug all the way up there in his ivory tower. Like, God I, damn it! I, I thought I just there'd be like, like an echo or something. Uh, maybe I'm just used to the console wars of like each people having exclusivity. But if we're just gonna blend everything, then fine. Why not? I mean, yeah, like, who, who cares? I, well, I was, then I feel like we lose consoles in general. Like, and that's why we have uh-huh. Google Stadia, Doug. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Honestly, that's the whole Stadia. where they're this going with it and trying to Google eliminate Stadia. consoles in general. <laughs> well, it's like I was trying. I was trying to look at like Switch games to buy, and I was like, oh, I've already played this, 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 and this because they're all indie games on the PC. So I was like. I'm not mad that I can't get a Switch game, but I've already played those games, so it's like, I'm cool with this. Yeah, but I'm, all I'm saying is there's certain benefits to being, uh, I don't know, having allegiance to one or the other. In this instance, yeah, PlayStation people get it earlier. So, And it, it was the other way around yeah. with Xbox and Tomb Raider. I'm pretty sure, yeah, the reason I didn't get around to playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider is because they had a, a year before PlayStation, and I'm like, oh, I'll get around to it, and I just never did. I mean, the exclusivities are what sold the consoles. Like, that was what such a big deal was. Like, the first Mass Effect, I believe, is still on Xbox only. And then 2 and 3 are on, like, PC and stuff. So, like, that's what sold consoles. But I think people are just, like, have accepted, like, oh, I don't have that console. I'll never play that game. And, like, it's not as much of a deal anymore. And I don't know. If people can play any game on any console now, I don't see that how that's a problem for the consumer. I guess it's not, but all I have to say is it's strange for, like, in this instance for Xbox people, it's like, yes, now I get to play Kingdom Hearts 3 on Xbox. I can't play any of the previous iterations, yeah. I don't think. So it's just like, then you're still in the same boat that you were originally. If you want to play anything previous to the third iteration and understand what's going on, you're going to need some kind of PlayStation and or Nintendo device because they had shit on the DS as well. See, that just... <laughs> that just it makes me more upset with the companies of just like why do you have to break apart your game into like all these different consoles like uh like mass effect i knew a kid in high school who only played the second one he's like i don't know what's happening i was like well yeah because the game carries over from the first one like your choices and he's like oh well this game sucks it's like we well, are only playing the second like you have no context of course it sucks but yeah I definitely lean PlayStation as far as my allegiance goes. I definitely played Xbox in the original days. I love Jet Set Radio Future. I wish they'd bring some of their original franchises back, but uh, in recent years... Oh, is it? Oh, that's right. I did get... No, not not Jet Set Radio Future. uh, The original Jet Grind radio is. But I don't know. I just think in recent years, PlayStation has been dominating as far as exclusives go and just... uh, probably sales as well and i don't know even the whole when they announced the xbox one it just left a bad taste in my mouth with like the whole oh they're gonna be you have to ha- be online at all times they ended up revising that so it's yeah. good that they heard the feedback and everything but in general xbox hasn't impressed me in the past like decade no me neither i'm not defending them but it's just like hey people can play kingdom hearts on xbox now if they want to yeah, that's you just gotta cool. wait till February twenty fifth. Um, yeah. Doug is that's definitely what I mean. sponsored by Sony. I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish we were. Uh, no, but <laughs> no, not the show. Bu- you specifically. You specifically. Oh, specifically. Oh, that's why Cooper's in his house right now with a gun pointed in the back of Doug's. God head. damn it! Yeah. 
And uh, anyway, but no, other than that, I was also playing Code Vein some more. It is just anime Dark Souls, and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, yeah, I didn't know what bad. to expect. It's all right. Instead of souls, it's haze. Instead of bonfires, it's missiles, like with a T, like mistletoe without the toes. What? It's oh. really just a uh, bloody, gory, anime-tastic Dark Souls reiteration. <laughs> um, at least that's my experience thus far. I've, I've, it's the gameplay just feels so similar. You get like from missile yeah. to missile, uh, you run through different levels collecting souls, which are haze in this game, and you level up. Uh, you can level up your weapons. It's cool because it's online, and you can have. I, I didn't get around to asking if any of my friends are playing this, uh, at, at the same time I am, but I think you can have same people, uh, campaign with you and stuff so i'm excited to see what all this game has to offer but i'm currently like level 20 and beat a few bosses and yeah it's really fucking cool it's it's definitely challenging though there's definitely been moments where i'll die over and over again and keep finding myself like fighting the same enemies and me like oh yeah this is like dark souls fuck <laughs> i mean it's it's good it sounds like they were able to transfer the combat over and like kind of keep it pure to the dark souls yeah, uh, one definitely. thing that really sticks out to me about, like, the gar- Dark Souls combat translating is, like, the specific move. If you, like, get behind an enemy and hit square or, like, attack or whatever. It, yeah, it does the backstab thing, but it's, like, so much more dramatic because these characters are <laughs> all about, like, blood and shit. Like, they're, like, everyone's thirsty is the word for it. So I'm like, well, that's <laughs> weird in this day and age. But uh, they he like the main character will pull out like this big bloody claw and it honestly the animation looks like he's shoving it right up their ass and then sh- uh sends them flying and there's blood everywhere so it's a very graphic game but uh like i said anime dark souls if you're interested in it at all you should definitely be checking this game out anime is not known for being subtle <laughs> that's true yeah you were talking about some frog asshole anime I forget. <laughs> and Sarah's on the expert so it's very good fair um, enough <laughs> Yeah, it seems like, because I've heard a lot of people complain, like, oh, it's just, it's Dark Souls-like, or like, oh, it's just a Dark Souls clone, or like, oh, they just copied the combat over and reskinned it as Dark Souls. It's like, yeah? Is that bad? Because, like, no. I'm, a su- I'm a sucker for the Dynasty Warrior games, and I've played a bunch of them. I have, like, the One Piece Dynasty Warriors. I have Hyrule Warriors, which is the Zelda Hyrule Warriors. And it's, yeah, it's the same mechanics, like, combat especially, just copied over and reskinned to a franchise you like. So it's like, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, this it, is like a new IP too, so it feels fresh. It's yeah, it's definitely not like a show. Right up my alley. Uh, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Uh, the one thing about combat I wish they had was like a difference between like at all times you're just running. I wish there was like a way to like sprint or something to be like I really want to get away from this motherfucker, and it like affects oh, yeah. your like stamina bar. Maybe I'm missing it, but I don't think so. I tried a bunch of different stuff. Um, and then, yeah, you can't jump in the game, which I don't think you can jump in Dark Souls unless you're, like, on the edge of a cliff or something, yeah, which no. isn't the case in this game. It's it's weird how powerless you feel when you just can't jump, because we're so used to, like, Mario, where, like, that's the primary move. Yeah, I just want to jump around. Jump yeah. around. <laughs> or, uh, like, Zelda, when you, like, if you're playing a game where you can't roll, and you're used to Zelda where rolling's faster than walking is, so you just roll everywhere. Yeah, I do find myself doing that in this game. You have the ability to dodge, which is a dodge roll. It's like it does feel like a Kingdom Hearts uh kind of combat style there, so oh, it's okay. all around very great. Nice. I'm glad to hear you're enjoying it. 
Yeah, definitely. I think uh, some of our listeners will too. Hopefully you're playing something. Uh, tweet at us. Let us know what you're playing. But that's probably going to do it for the game discussion. Uh, there are some things in the news we want to get to. Oh, and in fact, one of them, I was on the PlayStation Store before we started, and I saw this game, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Do mm-hmm. any of you know anything about this? Because I just watched a trailer, and it looks like it's getting rave reviews. It looks very fun and uh, really well animated. But then again, the main character has a droid companion that I literally thought was Wally, and it it looks just like him. So I'm like, I don't know if Disney's just like, oh, we're out of assets. Uh, we need to come up with a droid. Uh, just grab Wally and make him a little different. Uh, but see. the game does look pretty fucking cool. Uh, oh, I see what you mean. It, like. Yeah. The yeah. body's not just like him, but the head is just like him. It really is. Yeah. Okay. I saw the body. I was like, what are you talking about? Star-? And I saw the eyes. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's Wally. That's our <laughs> exactly. little trash pot. <laughs> Apparently, you're the last Jedi ever, like, left. They've killed everyone else, and you're just trying that- to fight off the Order or whatever. That's my... Uh, every Star Wars game? I was just going to say, isn't that the my- movie we just I just saw earlier? That's, that's my 89 cent review of... Uh, of this game because I've never played it, but apparently that's it. You have to go and win, and now you have Wally to help you. So there's really no <laughs> downside, I think. <laughs> it's all, it's all coming to roses. Um, yeah, I've heard like pretty decent reviews about this. So, um, but it's EA, so like, mm, yeah, oh like, no, that's got me nervous. Yeah, it it just like don't be surprised if there are a bug or two if you do end up getting it. Uh, but yeah, I've heard generally positive reviews, especially for Star Wars games after the whole new battlefront kerfuffle and clusterfuck and um i remember the force unleashed that came out fucking back on the wii and stuff yeah uh that was so apparently pretty good but the wii version was different because the wii was not on par with uh the xbox uh was it 360 and ps3 at the time yeah um so the wii one was super shitty and that's the one i got so like i'm still a little bitter about that like god damn it i got the shitty copy of this game um, but yeah, like I said, Star Wars games are generally good, or at least have enough co- a compelling enough story to keep you in that game. So, uh, yeah, this one's supposed to be pretty decent. Nice. And if you don't like it, just find one of the Star Wars Lego games and have a bunch of fun with that. Because who the fuck doesn't love Legos, right? Hey, there you go. Hell yeah, everybody go, wins. Go back and play a uh, nice little Republic. The graphics are garbage, but that game is still solid. That's true. Um, I'm trying to, I'm looking through our show topics. Do you have anything you want to mention? Cause the one I just found from forever ago is really strange. <laughs> Let's fucking uh, hear it. All right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's this open world game lets you solve mysteries as a gang of cats. And I'm like, I am in, I, it's a video game called peace Island and yeah, revolves around a group of felines going on adventures, solving mysteries together. Uh, pretty cool. I am on board with that. I'm yeah. curious. I'm curious if it's like Pinkman, uh, Pinkman style, or if it's like you're literally like a swarm that has its own consciousness, but it's just of cats. I'm not sure. Yeah, if you could take control of one versus like a a whole yeah multiple conscious, or yeah, like, collective conscious. Is it like GTA Five where you switch between cats on different parts of the island? <laughs> Maybe and you have to figure out. What's going on with that? That's this seems very interesting, and I it uh, kind of looks like it. Yeah, you'll have the opportunity to experience the diverse and rich storyline through the perspective of cat game characters. So I'm assuming you rotate through the different cats. Uh, 
Dude, they all look adorable. I you can imagine. Uh, their names are Boy Gary, Kalane, Anin, Girl Zach, Ronan, Sushi, <laughs> Boy, and girl. Elizabeth. What, what is mean, happening right now? Those, those are their names. I don't those know. Are cat names. Yeah, and it's currently in development for Mac, PC, and Oculus VR systems. Ooh. <laughs> oh no, people get to be VR cats. That's that's gonna get weird real fast. It raised over $13,000, so yeah, this game has a chance. Uh, it, uh, it was on Kickstarter. Uh, hopefully it sees the light of day, but it does look really cute and fun. Uh, just con- conceptually alone, I'm sold. Peace <laughs> Island. Peace Island. No combat. Just peace. Just cats. Uh, just just cats. cats. Pushing stuff uh, off stuff. <laughs> yeah, since it's you know Christmas, New Year's, all that shit's happening. Uh, not a ton of news, believe it or not. Everyone's just holding their stuff off till 2020, so not a lot to discuss. Uh, there is a Baby Sonic, though. What? So, a Japanese trailer came out for the Sonic movie. Sonic has sex. This sounds great. I love it. <laughs> no! Sonic has canonically fucked Princess Acorn. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it is weird Princess Acorn wears a denim vest but no other clothing. and Or she has boots, too. So it implies she understands what clothing is for, but chooses not to cover up the naughty... Anyway... So does this, Donald Duck. This is where furries came from. If you God damn it. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> but there was a Japanese trailer for the new Sonic movie, and it, it must be a flashback, and it shows Sonic as like an itty-bitty little hedgehog. So people are going nuts for this baby Sonic, and it is adorable, but it makes me wonder, what would have the original Sonic design looked like as a baby with all those human teeth and beady little eyes? Oh, my God. Yeah, imagine that baby Sonic. We could have had it. That could have been real. But people had to get all pissy and demanded it to get remade. And then all the animators got laid off because of it. No, nobody wants Abomination Baby Sonic. I want Abomination Baby Sonic. Give me that Uh, nightmare. Give me Gangster's Paradise. Give me that fucking nightmare. Yeah, it would definitely be nightmarish. We got Um, cats. That's nightmare. That was pushed out too early. Oh, God. I saw a clip. I'm not gonna see the movie cats but i saw a clip of it where the one cat appears to unzip its skin to yep. like reveal a skimpy have you guys seen this i saw that clip oh my god uh, well yeah i'm not suggesting you go see the movie but oh, oh good god that's enough to not want i don't want to be around cats at all at this point in fact that peace island game may not be for me right now because <laughs> i'm gonna have to wait a bit yes. to get over the movie this sitting in your head yeah i'm trying to get some buddies and coworkers to get drunk and go see cats with me I don't want to see it alone. That's too depressing. I want to force someone else to watch it with me because it looks just truly awful. Yeah, it's got to be a, a movie theater that serves alcohol. Yeah, it it looks like the Mario Brothers movie of our time, and I'm I really want to see it. <laughs> I I know your thoughts on the Mario Brothers movie, Brendan, but I I enjoyed it. It's not a good movie. It's not I a good movie, it, no, very much. But it's a fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's very much a fun movie. It's trash. John Leguizamo uh, said he, him and uh, uh, Bob Hoskins were pretty much shit-faced for the second half of the movie all the time. That's just amazing. to get through filming it. Oh so, my like, god. They know it's not good. <laughs> but it's wild. Um, By the way, I still think Yoda, Baby Yoda's cuter than Baby Sonic. That's just my personal opinion. I'm flabbergasted. We don't have a species name for Yoda's like alien race. Yeah, why is it just Baby Yoda? Is he's just I, from the Mandalorian, right? Yeah, like I don't have Disney Plus, so I'm not watching the Mandalorian. Me neither. So I, I asked on Twitter. I'm like, is it actually like 
young Yoda? Like, is there some, like, reincarnation bullshit? Is this a prequel? Like, what's happening? And they're like, no, we just don't have a name for a species. It's like, really? Of all the bullshit in Star Wars, that blue milk, the Bacta tanks, all those droids in the background of the, you know, Empire Strikes Back have names, but the species that Yoda is doesn't? Yeah, that is kind of bizarre. That's so weird to me. Maybe his species is just Yoda, and every single one of them is called Yoda. Well, he's got a sister called Yaga. So, that's canon. That's strange. Anyway, uh, yeah, but... Babies are hot this year. God damn it, yeah, just turn anything (laughs) ugly into a baby and it's cute again. Pretty much. Uh, I want to see baby Guy Fieri now. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, No, no. Put a a dollar in the Guy Fieri jar. Okay, yes, wait, it's the, last, it's the last episode of 2019, so no more <sighs> Guy Fieri in 2020. I had to get it out Doug, of Doug, I've system. been on this show like five times total, and every single time you bring up <laughs> fucking Guy Fieri. I swear to every God. Time. It has to happen. Um, it's every episode now. Um, yeah, besides that, there's just a lot of like countdowns and like best games of 2019 and stuff, because you know, it's the end of the year. No one's, really do- no one's working. Everyone's cruising, so everyone's just putting together a list. So... One I did have was that they're going to be releasing this attachment for your DualShock 4 controllers for PS4 players. Um, it's It allows you to add what? two customizable buttons to the back of your DualShock 4. That's too and many buttons. I know. I'm kind of... I'm not sure how many people are going to need this other than the real hardcore gamers that, like, play advanced, like, fighting games or something where you want to, like, just, like... Yeah, I don't know. Customize two buttons on the back of the controller to do a special moves or something. Uh, it does look cool, but I just think it's, uh, just an extraneous thing. Unless you're, you see yourself using it, you probably won't be buying it. Honestly, I saw the picture. I thought it was a rumble pack from like N64. Right. But they wouldn't need that because the, the, it, it has a the ability to vibrate. Yeah, yeah. But the funny thing about it is I think this additional piece plugs into the current headphone jack on the DualShock 4 uh, and then this but this thing has another headphone jack on it so it's like okay so you still get a headphone jack I don't know maybe that's not the best design but it's an I, interesting it's, accessory it's good because like I have like a um uh what's it called dash cam for my car and that the dash cam has to have a USB uh plug so I got like a an adapter for my cigarette lighter and just plug it into that but then so it's like oh well now I'm out of a USB like you know, I use an iPod in my car still that's dying, and I have to have it charged all the time. It's like, well, no, I can't use my iPod in the car. But the dash cam plug is big enough where it has a second USB plug in it as well. So it's not taking up the space. So I it, I feel like uh, having a headphone jack, in a, covering up the headphone jack, and then giving you an additional one, it's perfect. I think that's great. Yeah, actually, that could be beneficial, all depending. But this uh, accessory will be available January 23rd. Oh, is that the same date uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, DLC is available? Uh, for 30 <laughs> yes, bucks. Confirmed. So, Doug's yeah. already pre-ordered three of these. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get this with the game and uh, so I can have Sora do some backflips. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, but no, that's just something I thought was worth bringing up. For my PlayStation homies, you know where my heart is at. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I know some people, uh, it might be uh, a good way to uh, be available for people who maybe have, like their fingers aren't as uh, dexterous as other uh, gamers. So they can like, instead of hitting from the top, they're like maybe ring and pinky finger are better so they can hit it from the bottom. So maybe it would just be a very convenient workaround for them. Um, yeah, maybe it'll just be like a hotkey for certain people, especially in like fighting games. You can just tap that real quick. Um, I know in like 
I usually get it in the playing the Switch or the DS with like Monster Hunter. I get the they call it like the DS claw, where you're like your fingers are wrapped around it to hit the shoulder buttons in such a weird way that like the rest of my hand starts falling asleep. So maybe that'll be a good way to counter that. Yeah, definitely. So I could definitely see it working. I'm surprised. Honestly, I'm surprised it took this long for it wasn't out with a PS3 or something. But hey, makes people able to play games now. Fair enough. Uh, if that's all we have for our show topics. I have the quickest game of Game or No Game I kind of want to torture you guys with. Oh, God, I can't wait. I, I love this game. One, two. All right. Well, five. then, since Pat is down, we're going to do it. No, Let's we don't, play. No, if, if he doesn't want to do it, we don't have to do it. <laughs> it's fine. I'm Let's play Game or No Game. <laughs> This is going to be a super quick one, because like I said, I think I only have five of them for you guys. Uh, do you think there's a game called... Hold on. Let me go to my list here. This is not a game. He's taking too long. <laughs> well, it could it be, be real. <laughs> you don't know. Do you think there's a game called Garfield's Fun Fest? <sighs> oh, God. There's so much terrible, like... What's yeah. the word for it? Shovelware? Yeah. The, the pre-existing <sighs> property... And usually a crappy one like Garfield, like that's that's a good way to make up a fake game. I'm sticking with fake. no, not a game. I'm gonna say yes. It is. Wait, fuck. What? I've, I saw it. <laughs> oh it, my God. it is okay. So it's a oh, game that I saw for the DS. But now that I'm researching it, it's saying Garfield's Fun Fest is a 2008 CGI film starring Garfield. And I'm like. Did they just put the film on the Nintendo DS, or did they make a game based off of the film? Hold on, I'm looking this up. I mean, I know this it's a game. It's a hundred percent a game that they Fuck. made off of that movie. <laughs> well, I know PSP had like would like the big selling point was like it can play movies too, and they sold movies. Exactly, that's PSP where I got cartridge. confused. But yeah, it is game. actually a game. Uh, release date <laughs> July like that. 29th, 2008. So that's a game. Uh, Sorry, Pat. Let's see. Do, what do you guys think of a game called Thirsts for Blood? <laughs> that sounds like Code Vein. So I'm going to go no, because it was on your mind recently. Yeah, I'm going to go not a game. It's not a game. I actually should yeah, research yeah, yeah. it. It's possible it is one, but I didn't actually research that, research that. But no, the reason I got that inspiration was from a South Park episode recently, and I guess a little bit of Code Vein there. Um, yeah. Moving right along, do you guys think there's a game called Speaking Simulator? There are so many Sim- simulators. There's so many of them. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. Like, there's just so many. There's, a, you know, I Am Bread, where you just play as a piece of bread trying to get toasted. Like, there's so many. <laughs> Shower with your dad, right? That one's fun. But yes, it's also a, it's a weird simulator game. Uh, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, it's a game. Fuck it. It's a game. Yeah. Oh, man. Good job. You guys saw right through that and it is on Steam if you're if you have any interest. It looks absolutely bizarre. How much <laughs> um, is it on Steam? Do you know? Let uh let me pull that up real quick. Oh, I thought you had it. Damn it, Doug. Nah. Be professional. I uh, am no, not no. ever prepared. When I edit happens. it, maybe it'll seem like I am. Um <laughs> Doug's editing it. Don't listen to him. He's very unprofessional. Ah. Actually, this is 
planned release date early 2020 so it's add to your wish list so not even available to buy just yet but man uh wow revisiting this trailer i am not interested in this game uh you're gonna see for yourself this game is about being a regular normal human not a robot you will move your mouth wait you will move your meat mouth to make words in social situations with other flesh humans gain valuable information from colleagues to climb the corporate corporate ladder and upgrade your social skills definitely not a robot so you're playing a robot that is trying to pretend to be human this sounds like it's autobiographical just saying this is (laughs) like this is me trying to interact with other people in the universe yeah, the Nick Wagger story. No, uh, I'm just kidding. Wow. Nice. Wow, uh, there's, there's way too much tongue control for this game. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bizarre. All right, well, then I got one last one for you guys. It's, uh, let's see what you make of it. Do you think there's a game called Grenade Escapade? <laughs> oh, my God, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no offense, Doug, it's too good of a title. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, that, that better be a game. I want to play that right now. It's not, Son of shit, a but... Hold on, what is this that I'm looking up? There's a game called The Great Grenade Escapade. I think and that's gonna, not uh, what we should I get was referring to. Okay, I, honestly, the fact that that exists, I, I'll allow it because that <laughs> was I just found that out right now. Yeah. Um, but that's how we play a game or no game. Well, that was an episode. That was a way to wrap up 2019. Thanks for joining us, Pat Johnston. Uh, let's do wrap this episode up and do some plugs. You have another show. Uh, where can our listeners find you on the internet and hear that? Wait, real quick. My favorite part of Game or No Game is how unprepared you are. Like, you're ready to stump us, and then you have no idea what the answer is. <laughs> yeah. That, welcome to my world, let's Pat. Get I didn't even this. know I was playing Game or No Game until I was like, you know what? Let's do it. <laughs> It's improv. We don't know until we're already doing it. Oh, please don't make me do an improv sketch. Not this time. You're lucky. Maybe in 2020, though. Sense your fate right there with that sentence. I'm never coming back on this show again. (laughs) I'm going to surprise you with Mark on an episode one day. He will tell you. Mark's going to be on the call just muted the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, you can come on now. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, maybe play (laughs) I was the walrus, and that was bad enough. That was tough. Um, (laughs) Mark's technically on every episode. He just doesn't record with us. (laughs) In our hearts. He's in. He's in. He's in here in spirit, guys. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, yeah. So I host a podcast called The Melting Pat. Uh, I talk about all kinds of random stuff. Actually, Doug, when's this coming out? This Monday. Like this is coming out Monday. Yep. All right. So uh, this Saturday coming up, my episode, my big question was recommended by a listener: Craft um, versus Velveeta in terms of cheap mac and cheese. So uh, oh. chew on that. Think about that one. Apparently. <laughs> There's a heated debate I never knew about. It's a hot um, debate. So that's uh, that's going to be the question for this week. I also play music from independent bands. Uh, Doug has recommended me a couple. Um, I'm ever at The Melting Pat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TheMeltingPat.com, and I'm a part of the Next Level Podcast Network. So check that out. And uh, yeah, a lot of great stuff going on. And Totally. Um, yeah, that's me. That's all I do. And this, Head apparently. over to all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. And Bren, how about you? You have another podcast. Yes, I have an anime podcast where we watch three episodes of an anime and then discuss it and see if it's any good. 
I fucked up real bad recently. <laughs> I fucked Why, up. Is this the whole hente episode? No. Well, <laughs> as of this episode, our New Year's episode, we're starting the year off right, and we're watching hentai. So we watched two episodes of that, discussed it with some guests. Oh my uh, god. It was a very good episode. It was actually probably one of our more mature episodes, despite us watching porn. Wink. Um, wink. Uh, no. Little, <laughs> uh, little teaser for, like I think, like two or three weeks ahead. Uh, I picked Rave Master, which is an old show like that was on Toonami in like, 2005. Holy Christ, that show is unwatchable. That show is fucking garbage. If you like Rave Master, hit me up. I gotta know why. It's so bad. So... I mean, uh, it has yeah. a bad name, so... <laughs> it's, like, it's all about, like, a post-apocalyptic world, but it's all music themes, but then the music doesn't play a part in it at all, and it's just real bad, and the guy that wrote the English dialogue works at the company I'm at now, and I want to hit him. I want to hit him in his face. <laughs> <laughs> but he's much taller than me, and he'll take me down. Anyway, you should have him on the show. <laughs> you should have him on the show. Anyway, the podcast is called Are Weeb There Yet? So... Check that out. Definitely. And listeners, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places on the internet at ABT Silence. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess we should do New Year's resolutions. 2020, I'm going to stream more. <laughs> but I'm we'll actually see. holding I'm, off on Digimon because I'm probably going to try and stream it. All right. See, maybe we'll, we'll try to do better uh, in 2020. Uh, I'm shocked that this show is still going, but we appreciate you guys <laughs> listening. I do have a record label. It's MissedOutRecords.com, and we have a band camp. Uh, go check out all of that streamable there and anything that's available in the store. But uh, thanks for tuning in to this episode. We will be back next year. Holy crap. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys. Okay, love See. you. Bye. Bye.